Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, my partner in crime, Chris Bizignano, the beat writer of the Giant Insider. And Chris, first off, before we get started, I want to give thanks to the media captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring this podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google and social media, visit themediacaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, the owner of The Media Captain, who is a diehard Giants fan. He'll be just as excited to talk to you about the upcoming draft as he will about your website or marketing project. In all seriousness, The Media Captain does great work with their in-house website developers and digital marketers. Make sure to visit www.themediacaptain.com to schedule a free consult. Chris, before we kick off and talk about how awesome yesterday was, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, William Fox and his son Dalton. Um, who went through his last bout of chemo uh, for Ewing's sarcoma. And we posted a, a video of him going back to school. I mean, right. my God, I had tears coming down my face, man. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of stories like that, but kudos to that school, uh, you know, for, for Dalton, for fighting through it, uh, members of the buffoon crew. Um, you know, just William Fox seems like a great guy. So happy that this, um, it seems to be, you know, the cancer seems to be in remission and you know, yeah. they, go, they go Thursday for their last, uh, I guess, last test for a while. But, um, you know, William asked me to, to, to kind of put out there, uh, if you can, to give blood. And uh, it's something I promised I'd say weeks ago. And I, unfortunately, with all the everything going on, I, I failed to mention it. But, um, you know, uh, Dalton's father, William, asked me to ask everyone if you have the opportunity, folks out there, uh, to give blood when you can. But, uh, Chris, you saw that video. That, that was insane. Yeah. The tear jerker. It's sort of like a kid we adopted here at the Giant Insider, right, Jerry? Yeah, um, yeah. We saw him on Twitter, and he, he's a big-time follower of us and likes the paper and all that. And um, Eli Manning was nice enough to send a video, you know, wishing him good luck and all that. And um, yep. so he's sort of like uh, – I feel like it's somebody like we know in a way, right? It's like that uh, with a lot of them, man, hmm. right? It's getting that way now. Yeah, yeah. The followers are so, uh, you know, so – what could I say? Passionate about the paper and the Giants and all that, and yeah. and uh, we love interacting with everybody, all the followers and people, and um, you know we're not above anybody, my man. Just because we cover the Giants, and you know, it's because I'm in a locker room doesn't mean we're above anybody. Yeah, and I, I felt like it was yeah, almost like so, I was watching a nephew go, go back to school. Yeah, it was, was really nice. Was, it was awesome. I'm happy to see the. I'm happy to see the kid seems to have turned the corner. Hopefully, everything comes good back. Back good. Uh, excuse me. Back next week. Uh, all well for him, and um, and we'll be invited to the party down in Virginia, my man. Uh, the father says we're invited, you know. So, <laughs> but it's a great story. I'm so happy for the kid, man. All right, buddy. So, what's new? Yeah. Anything new with us? <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Want to go over the picks for Sunday? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, listen. Yeah. Great time yesterday, Jerry. Um, sitting next to Carl Banks, and you know me and you doing a podcast with him, talking giant football. Um, listen, uh, I mentioned it on Monday's podcast, the guys, you know, said about a month ago with me, guy kept his word banks. He worked something together and it was a great time. I don't know about you, Jerry, man. I could sit there and listen to banks talk football. Oh, he's, like, so, all, smart. All he's so smart. Yeah, he, he's, so. I mean, he's such a good guy. He's so intelligent. I mean, I was just sitting there like I was in all of them. I mean, I get in all of them because I watched him as I watched him. Like I said, we talk about this all the time. Watched him as a kid, right. but, um, 
It's football knowledge, man. He forgets more than I know. Oh, God. You know, I just, just sit there and listen to him. He's talking about inside leverages and this and that and things to look for. And, you know, obviously. So. But when he said, uh, when he started off with, I'm a fan of the Giant Insider, it was like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And uh, it was just, you know, it's just great. You know, it's just, you know, I'm happy people like it that follow us, Jerry. I'm, you know, guys that call banks. You know, like our stuff and all that, and um, I yeah, still, I good. still, I still can't believe Giants.com like tweeted thanks to the at Giant Insider for coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty good, pretty good stuff. But you know, yeah, we enjoy cool. covering the team. You know, for the paper, we enjoy putting stuff out there. We criticize when we have to criticize. Yeah, we praise when we have to praise. Um, and Paul no Dottino too. Don't forget. I mean, you can't forget the the yeah, Paisan, Paul right? Dottino, your, your, I, you your, know, your brother there. Yeah, well, you know, I got to know Paul pretty good, you know, at the train camp on. Yeah, Paul's good people, man. Go, yeah. Paul's a good guy, and um glad to know him as a friend. Um, And he had a good time with us yesterday, too. He had a blast, and it was all good, man. So I'm glad that people liked it. A lot of positive feedback, right, Jerry, on yeah, Twitter? people kept asking um, when are you guys going to go back on. So, Paul, <laughs> Carl, if you guys are listening, we're available pretty much any time you want us to come back on. But um. It just makes and it, you know, I mean, it, real quick, it, it makes it even easier to like this team, right? Like we always yeah. say, like the Maras are class yeah. acts, and you know, giant fans are the, the fandom. And I said it yesterday is passed down usually yeah. from fathers and grandfathers. And you have grandfathers went to the Polo Grounds, your fathers went to Yankee Stadium, and, and you grew up going to Giant Stadium and met life. Yep. yep. And you know, now you have this other layer where we're getting to know these guys, and it's like this is this is freaking awesome, man. Yeah, and you see, you know, Jerry, you saw, you know, walking around the facility yesterday, right? Everybody's saying hello, good people, treating you well. Yeah. Um, there's a reason, folks, that the Giants are known as, they have a reputation as a Class A organization. Yeah. And, it, and there's a reason for that, my man. Yep. And you know what, Jerry? Being around this facility for a year now, since last January when Sherman got hired, um, to now, I saw it firsthand Jerry, every day being there, um, it just uh, it makes you want, you know, it makes you hope that this organization turns it around pretty quick. Try to get that fifth. Lim- you saw the fallen bodies yesterday, right, Jerry? That's oh, yeah. and it's, it's it's nice to see the fallen body trophies in that case there in the hallway. Um, and we're hoping, you know, they start working towards number five. I just I laugh real quick. We're going to get to the questions real quick, guys. But, um, you know, this team was 5-11, and 11, and it's fun to cover. I can't imagine a winning record, <laughs> how much fun this would be. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, listen, Gettleman's working towards that, Jerry. We got to, you know, let's see what he does with the quarterback. We There's a lot of off-season answers, uh, yeah. questions to be answered. Yeah. Um, Gettleman's going to, you know, he's going to – I feel pretty confident, Dave, as far as turning this thing around. Uh, anybody who doesn't feel confident – Listen, it's one year. He had a pretty good draft. Let's, you know, you got to give these guys a couple of years. They inherited a mess, you know. Um, so I hope they turn it around. But uh, it'll be a lot of fun covering them, you know. If they go, you know, like a ten to six year, you know, wild card player, whatever it might be, right? Yeah, just It'd even be being, just being, even being in the hunt for a while, uh, rather than just starting out so poorly. But anyway, buddy, good stuff yesterday. It was awesome. It was an honor to sit next to Banks, and they, you know, at the end, they're like, huh, "Did you have fun?" I was like, yeah, I got to sit next to Carl Banks for a half hour, guys. I mean, really, there's worse things to do uh, with my day. But uh, tons of questions, pal. Um, Want to kick off? You ready? Yeah, let's go, buffoons. Let's go. Let's, oh, and, let's and get by the roll. way, by the way, we 
We have to get Banks a buffoon crew shirt. The people called yeah, in. My like, mistake. Hey, folks, that's my mistake. Jerry actually threw that out to me about, you think we should bring a shirt in for Banks? Or put I had it, it, on? I had I it like, in the car. I had it in the car. And I was like, I don't know. I, don't know. I felt bad maybe pushing on him. And then what is Banks doing in the podcast? Hey, where's the buffoon shirt? <laughs> yeah, and people call up say, proud buffoon <laughs> so crew hopefully. member. And they're like laughing. Like, oh, my God, this is right. awesome. So, and you know what, Jerry? Somebody brought it out in Twitter today. And I was like, oh, man about having banks like sign one and then maybe even throwing it out there for a little charity if somebody wants to buy it with oh, banks' signature and all that. That's a really good idea. I thought it was a great idea. I'm a moron for not even thinking about no, something no, like no, that. No, no, Chris, you're not a moron. What are you? I'm a buffoon. Hey. Yeah, there's no question about it. You know, my, I might win buffoon in a week for, for not even thinking about that. Nice. But listen, folks, all I could say is, and Jerry did bring it up, so blame it all on me, Chris. Blame it all on me. But... If there's ever an opportunity, if we're fortunate enough to do something like this again with Carl, uh, some of the giant, I I promise everybody I will bring it in. And Carl is a good dude, like you know, Jerry. He'll sign it and we'll roll from there. Good stuff, buddy. All right, Jim Vassell at Jim Vassell TV, the Emmy Award-winning Jim Vassell. My stance is Giants should take Haskins and move up as far as two or three for him and keep Eli for 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 his last year next year. Haskins will be mentored by Eli and could easily be the most talented quarterback to share the quarterback room with Eli in a storied career. Edit, we're not counting <laughs> Kurt Warner. Um, yeah, you know, we talked about it yesterday, Jim. I, I, I don't know. And the more, the, as, as the draft is approaching, like Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper came out, they both have Haskins going at six to the Giants. Mm -hmm. If they're going to move on from Eli, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um haskins they they say is a very good kid i i met him once i met him uh, in new york uh, at an yeah. event seemed like a very good kid has a right. strong arm but it's it's all going to come down to what gettleman and the organization right. think of him is he exactly. worth that six pick joe you hit it right in the head yeah it all depends on what gettleman thinks yeah and there's nothing folks we wish we could give you an answer you know we can't even call banks couldn't give you the answer yesterday it all depends on what Gettleman feels. Um, listen, I'll be at that pre-draft presser with Gettleman a week before the draft. Hopefully, I have a better feel of where he's going. With, you know, we'll we'll tell our Twitter followers. Listen, this is kind of where we think you know Gettleman's going with this. Uh, but he has to play poker like everything else a week before the draft, right? Yeah, so, I, I was going to say we came to our we came to our conclusion last year. Both of us thought it was yeah, Markley. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it, I mean, it was a lot of different um, external opinions that got us there, right? Like, mm -hmm. don't laugh, but I remember watching a, a special with Jason Seahorn, uh, who was analyzing the draft, and he said something I thought was brilliant. He said, the Giants are not taking a quarterback first because, A, they don't have anyone to block for him, and, B, every bad pass that Manning throws, they're going to want that quarterback in the game. So it's going to almost be a huge distraction, and I thought – He's right. I think this year, it's fans are more ready to move on from Eli yeah, than last yeah. year. So I don't think it'd be a big deal this year. Plus, you have Barkley, you have Odell, you have Ingram. But I didn't think I. I mean, it was the combine. It was his college career. It was the fact that they couldn't pick a quarterback. I took all that into account, and I'm sure you did too, Chris. That it it, it, it kind of evolved, and I thought maybe a month a month or two before the draft, it's going to be Barkley. Yep. Yep, I think that combine really put him over the top. You yeah. heard Paul Tadino, Paul, Paul talked to us on the side yesterday saying about that combine was so impressive to Gettleman. Yeah. That was like the final, final freaking 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. It's like the final straw, right, Jerry? Actually, you could say that they yeah. knew they were going to take him. Yeah, you know? it wasn't like a Mike Mamola who was okay in college and then his combine blew up. I mean, Barkley mm-hmm. was already a great player, right. and his combine blew up. That's when and that's when the guy did, goes from maybe like a five pick to a one or two. Right, and he did nothing to, you know, negate the Giants looking at him as the number one pick for them. Right, I mean, yeah. he, you know, it, it made them it made them feel even better they were going to go with Barkley the combine. Uh, New York Giants blue blood at big Giants fan heard you on uh, big blue kickoff today. Great job. by both of you also enjoyed Carl Banks. Thanks, man. My question is in the secondary. Will we be looking at depth in the draft or first day starters? Uh, really good question. As of Chris, you want to take that one first? I'm sorry. Well, first of all, Jerry, were you proud of it? And answer anybody today? I was extremely proud yesterday and today because I put it out yesterday and nobody, uh, I didn't see any responses from you. And I was so close twice today. I started typing and I caught myself. Uh, nice. <laughs> so I'm, I hope you're proud of me today. I but, am but, extremely but, proud. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Just give me that question again. Yeah. So in the secondary, will we be looking at depth in the draft or first day starters? Like day one starters. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't. If they go sec, uh, it'll be day one starter. Uh, you know, no question. I mean, if they're going to go, they, they need a corner. They need a safety. So there's no depth here. We don't have four starters go- going to next year. Yeah, we have maybe one with Jenkins. We have to see what they do with him. Um, a question mark with Beal. Uh, Curtis Riley, you have a better chance of seeing, you know, me playing safety next year than him starting. And we don't know what's going to happen with Landon. Yeah. So, no, folks, uh, you know, they go in the draft. It's for starters, not depth. Yeah, I, I think they'll uh... – I think they'll take a corner or safety within the first, within their first four picks. I think. Yeah, um, possible. Yeah, we'll see. I know they they took Sam Beal last year. They have Jenkins, but they they're gonna have to get more than that. Uh, Giants fan online and NYG fans, our buddy Eddie, who's a huge supporter of ours. Thanks, man. Would it be foolish to sign two free agent safeties? Obviously, Landon Collins would be one of them. There are a lot of real good free safeties in free agency. Or would it be wiser to re-sign Collins and find his free safety counterpart in the draft? <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> Hashtag buffoon crew. I'll hang stuff. up and listen. That's great. That. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, Jerry. You know, I don't even know the free agency list. That's going to come down a pike. You know, with the podcast as far as that. Um, yeah, look, I'm. I'm. I, I. You know what? I'll answer that. I. I don't know who's out there. Yeah, I don't know who's out there. But I'd rather have an experienced free safety. Curtis Riley is not an experience for your safety. He's a converted corner. Um, I like a – like if, if if this was 2010, I would love a Deion Grant type to start, not only just to be that third safety, but someone <laughs> like that. I would I would love a an experienced safety to line up with Collins and to help that secondary. I think they're like – the, Like the Honey Badger? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much he has left, but – He'll be expensive. It's going to be an upgrade from Riley. I mean, anybody. I mean, this is a, this is a weird position because you can, like you said, Chris, put you out there or me out there, and I think I don't know how much they would fall off. But I, I'd rather have a an experienced safety, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I you know, I don't know how much you're going to do with free agency wise on the free safety position. I really don't. You know, so uh, Johnny, who called in yesterday, I didn't recognize him until I saw the tweet. Um, Johnny at Jay Paraselli. Once again, awesome episode today. Thanks, man. Uh, what do you see as the biggest changes taking place with all the holes on D and offense? Mm-hmm. What do you see as the biggest changes taking place, and who do you feel makes the biggest jump in year two? 
You want to take that? The biggest changes, not so much changes. It's going to be upgrades. Yeah. You know, I don't see changes. I mean, the right side of the offensive line is going to be upgraded. But they're going to attempt to anyway, John. Yeah. No question about it. Um, Defense-wise, I mean, I don't know about the changes. They're just going to add, look to add more talent. Jerry, the, the defense needs more talent. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's kind of what he's referring to. I mean, right. I, I think the second part of his question is who's going to make the biggest jump. I think it's going to be uh, B.J. Hill and Lorenzo Carter. Next year, you'll see two guys who belong yeah. as starters and who should be getting – you know, 80 to 90% of the snaps if their bodies allow right. them to. And I tell you what, Jerry, I tell you what, I think Carter's going to make a huge jump. I think Hill's going to get even better, like you just said, right? Yeah. Watch, Jerry, I think there's something they have to do, and Banks brought it up yesterday, brought a great point up. Watch B.J. Goodson if he's healthy in a full season. Yeah, you like um, you guys like him more than I, I like him. I hope, I hope you prove me wrong. Um, I, I know you're not big on him, and that's understandable. You know, understandable. It's not like he's, you know, playing Pro Bowl-type inside backer. But he's got a knack, Jerry. He's got a natural knack for being around the ball. And Banks put up a good point yesterday, and he knows him obviously better than us. And he said he's just the type of kid that's they they betcha has to tell him, hey, go out there and just go play football. Yeah. Go out there and play football. Don't worry about bo- 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 this that this that all that. He's that type of player. And I think, you know, I think he's a kid that could make a pretty good. Jump next year, Jerry. That yeah, could improve yeah. a lot. I, I, I'm rooting for him. I hope he does. Because it, yeah. it's one less thing you have to backfill. Uh, he also asked, why does it feel like the Giants every year keep my heart on edge every game? Is it just me? No, Johnny. It's all of us. Uh, I take blood pressure medication, I think, mainly because of the New York football Giants. So, uh, And Johnny, you know what, John? They lost eight games by seven points or less. That's what. That's what's raising your blood pressure. They have, they have been keeping us on the edge of our seat, Jerry. Yeah. They're just not winning these close games. Yeah. Yeah. And why? What's the main reason, bud? Defense. The defense stinks. It's it's they've blown games over the last few years. I mean, so so Johnny, you have a right to be on the edge of your seat because they're not getting blown out in games. By the second quarter, you're like eating popcorn and talking to your friends and stuff. You're not even interested anymore. Even even the Redskins game, everyone knew that game was soon going to be forty to twenty four. If Michael Thomas doesn't get that interception, and you're thinking, are they going to be the first team to blow a forty point lead? But anyway. Uh, Giants at Giants 2019, another huge supporter of ours. Thanks, buddy. Do you think Eli will take a pay cut? And if so, what range do you think it will be? Uh, if he comes back, I, I do think the Giants will renegotiate his contract. I don't think they'll pay $23 million next year, uh, one and done kind of thing. I think they'll spread it out to two years. And I think it'll be in the, you know, if he accepts it, I don't know, man. I think it'll be in the $15 million range. But I don't, I'm guessing. But I'm sorry, I don't know. Yeah, that's strictly guessing. I, I had no idea. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I had no idea if Gettleman was even going to approach Eli. I don't know if they're going to release him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, folks. I, I wish I could give you an answer, but nobody in the organization, except for if you're inside Gettleman's office, nobody really knows exactly what they're thinking right now. Yeah. Uh, Maybe at Maybe Eight, another uh, supporter of ours. Should the Giants use all eleven of their draft picks, or should they try and trade up and pick around eight players or so? Enjoyed mm. listening to you on Big Blue Kickoff. Thanks. That's a good question. They have mm. a lot of draft picks. Um, they have, I think, what, three in the fourth, three in the fifth, something like that. Or they're going to get another one yeah. because of uh, Justin Pugh slash yeah. Patrick Omame when they cut him. Right. I think they will try and trade up. I don't think they're going to stand pat with the 11. I could see one and two and then maybe packaging some of the fourths and some of the fifths to move up into third if they like a player. Right. So I, right. think, uh, I think they will try it. 
Yeah, Gettleman's not known for trading in the draft when he was with Carolina, but I tell you what, all these picks, I could see him trying to get in that third round somehow, Jerry. Yeah. yeah Packaging right. a bunch of picks. Yep, yeah. I could see it too. You hate to go through the draft without a third round pick. I mean, it happens. Don't get me wrong, but I could see with all the picks they have, I could see him trying to move up, you know, even if it's late in the third round, Jerry, just to get a third round pick. Um, uh, Michael Campbell, we love you, buddy, but I'm not going to have a good answer for you because it's just a little too early, pal. Uh, who are some potential free agent targets or trade targets to help complement the draft and get our team rolling again? I think Marcus Golden would be an ideal target if Arizona takes Bosa. It's a little early, um, Michael, and I apologize mm-hmm. for not going through the, you know, the whole list. Um, of what did free he say? Agents. Marcus Golden? Yeah. Ah, yeah, Marcus just has a couple of decent years. I didn't like the way he looked this year. And by the way, it looks like already the words out that it looks like Arizona's going with Bosa, Jerry. Did you see that already? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so yeah, that, whole, that whole trading of uh, Rosen can be put to bed. <laughs> I don't know, I, Jerry. Uh, I think I think we talked about this last podcast. I don't know where the hell that started. Yeah, who knows? Uh, oh my god. Yeah, go ahead, um, Michael. I, I I mean, I'm going to give an obvious one that I that I know might be out there is Jadeveon Clowney. He seems to disappear in big games, but I don't know, man. I'm going by what I saw. What South? Where did he go? South Carolina. It was just every. Is that where he went, Chris? Davion went to. Yes, I think it was South it was Carolina. A ridiculous yeah. talent. Yeah. He's. I think he made. Um. I think he, when he's playing, he makes JJ Watt's life easier. I. I would love to see him in a Giants uniform. I. I. I know that he's left a little bit on the field as far as um, you know, the the potential coming out was that he was going to be the next great thing. He's almost there. He's very good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just early on. I, I got to look at the whole list, though, pal. We'll, we'll get into that in the coming weeks. Uh, Big Blue Thoughts at Big Blue Thoughts. Oh, here's one. We answered this once before, but we have a lot more. I think we answered it when we had, uh, like, 200 downloads. We have a ton more now. So uh, would love to learn how you guys got started in the business and your respective career paths. I'll go first uh, because that's kind of how it happened. I used to write into the Giant Insider as a fan, got to know Ken Palmer really well, who was the senior editor. Um, in 2013, I started doing a column a week. 2014, started doing two columns. 2015, took on a life of its own. And in all honesty, guys, 2016, I felt like I was writing half the paper, and then, <laughs> and then, and which is not a lie because my name was not on certain things and just they left no author, but it was the Jerry Foley Insider for a little while, and I was freaking out, pulling my hair out of my head. Um, but I loved the opportunity. And then 2017, Ken Palmer stepped aside, asked if I wanted to be senior editor. Chris um, was a also someone who wrote in. I got to be friends with him. Hey, Chris, do you want the media pass? <laughs> it's yours. So I don't know, Chris, you can you can chime in. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. We, you know, you know, I was writing articles in, you liked it, this and that, and uh, you know, I was then I started doing the previews and and now doing this. Yeah, I mean, it's not a conventional career path, guys. It was uh, pretty funny. We're both fans. I used to write into the paper. Then Chris wrote in when I was uh, when I was doing the mail call and things like that. I was like, this guy's hilarious and got to know him and then said, hey, um, you want to do this a little more? And that was it. Pay it forward, guys. That's all I got to say. Uh, Anthony Delmonico at It's Tony D. Deep in the heart of Texas, I believe Anthony is. Who's your NFL coach of the year and assistant coach of the year? Oh, good one. You go first, Chris. Good one, Anthony. Who's my NFL coach of the year? And assistant coach of the year. And assistant coach of the year. Um, Todd Bowles. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I couldn't help myself. Um, I'm going to have to go with Matt Nagy, I guess, with the Bears as the coach of the year. 
Yeah. I'm going to go Frank Reich. And, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yo, you know what? I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah, let me take that back. Frank well, I'm, I'm cheating, though, because he said I'd have to go with Frank Reich and, and, and Freddie Kitchens. And Freddie Kitchens. I don't know about Freddie Kitchens, but I'm going to go with Frank Reich. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. And defense? Ooh, I well, mean, or uh, just assistant, assistant coach, co- yeah. Assistant coach? Uh, I have to think about it, bud. But I like Frank Reich. Yeah, me too. As the, yeah, ten, I mean, especially they were 1-5. This year, and to finish ten and six is yeah, is pretty remarkable. You know what? One of the assistant coaches they got to go with with the offense, the way it turned out. I know it's Andy Reid and all that, but Eric Bieniemy over there in Kansas City is a coordinator. You know the what he did with Mahomes, and he's big part of their game planning. So it will have to be up there, but I don't have to think about it. There's a few good ones. John F at NH Giants buffoon crew member here. That's right, John F. I know who you are. There are lots of talk about Eli Manning being at the end of his career, but we don't hear the same type of talk about Rivers or Roethlisberger. No, we don't. Being at the end of their careers. All from the same draft class, and Eli had been the healthiest. Why is that? Because I do believe um, that there is a vendetta in New York by many in the media to get Eli the hell out, and I, I don't understand why. But if you watched, and Banks said it yesterday, and I, I can say that now, Chris. I can act like I... like. Stop I can, it. Would I, you stop name dropping? I can name drop, right. Philip Rivers, uh, when he did not have protection, looked brutal and horrible with that stupid, stupid, almost said it, sidearm delivery of his, which I can't stand anyway. But when he doesn't have protection, he's pedestrian. And, and, and another thing, it's a good question because Roethlisberger seems to throw a lot of his teammates under the bus. Mm. Does it one at a time. Yeah, he does. But he does it. And you don't hear it from Eli. I just think, guys, Eli's an easy target. That's it. I, I think he's a quiet guy. Who doesn't yeah, fight back talk. with the media and that's yep. that. Yeah, that's part of it. No question. I mean, you know, not that this play's been great, but he's an easy target. Hey, folks, you look at Ben Rosselberg. I'm not saying Eli's better than Ben. You know, I, I like Ben, but you look at his 16 games this year, a lot of real bad picks. Real bad picks. One, Especially one at the Denver goal line. That really cost him. That ended the game. Um, like you said, Ben, there's a lot more than the Antonio Brown story, Okay. I know Antonio Brown's leaving Pittsburgh. He's going to be gone out of Pittsburgh in a bad way. But there's a reason why him and Ben always went at it. Yeah. Because you know, Ben could be a punk. Ben could no be a question. buffoon. He could be a buffoon, Ben. He's been like this over the years. He's got his own radio show over there in Pittsburgh. And he's been taking shots at people all year. All right? I don't know if you want that from your quarterback. So, But uh, Eli's just a guy who just refuses to say anything back. You know, he's you know he's a pretty easy target for a big part of the media. No question about it around the country. No question. All right, buddy. Before we get to the next question, I uh, just want to thank you again, Media Captain, for sponsoring this podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to get more load, more lead, more load, more leads at e-commerce sales from Google or Facebook, visit themediacaptain.com. Jason, the owner of the media captain, has a strict policy that he won't take on any clients who are Eagle fans. Good for you, Jason. If you work with the media captain, you'll deal directly with Jason. He will not only help your business build a stunning website and increase its online presence, he'll partake in some great Giants conversations with you. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consultation and just mention anything Giants related and he'll know you came from our podcast, the Giant Insider Podcast. Uh, Next question, a good one. Uh, because I don't think anyone's asked us this question yet. Peter Esposito at Peter Esposito 14. Who is the number one person on your list for the number six pick and the number one free agent that you want here? So who do we want at number six? And who's the number one free agent? If we were the GM, go, Chris. 
Uh, I would probably want the kid from Clemson with the number six pick. Farrell? Farrell. And Fer- I'm sorry. You, 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 you mean Farrell, right? Farrell, yeah. Uh, how do you say his name? Colin Farrell, whatever it is. Farrell, the kid from Clemson. Clello Farrell. Clell Farrell, something like that. Yeah, him. Yeah. Or, or Quinn and Williams from Alabama. One of those two as a number six pick. And I'm sorry, I don't know everybody that's a free agent yet because we got to wait the franchise tags and everything. You know, so I, I don't know the free agent list. I, you know, I can't say who I, who my number one target would be in, in free agency. Uh, I guess I guess you know what Jerry, a couple of guys that do know that are going to be out there. Uh, I guess Jadavian Clowney would be would be up there as as one of my, you know, top free agents. For free agent, I'm going to go. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again, and um, I didn't say it yesterday, <laughs> but Nick Foles is one. <laughs> and well, we don't even know if he's a free agent yet, but, but he will. That's be. The thing. He will be. We yeah. can say it on this thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, wish list. I, I would hope that Joey Bosa falls to six, but he's not going to. Not crazy about Josh Allen from everything I've seen and read. He's a, a tremendous talent, but he gets blown off the ball too much. Like Chris said, this, the tackle from uh, from Alabama, uh, he's the best tackle this year, but there's a lot of red flags with him. I, I'm, I hate to agree with you, Chris, just to make it not interesting, but I'm kind of with you. I want a pass rusher, a defensive lineman. Um, I, you know what? Even White would be the kid from the linebacker from LSU. Mm-hmm. A lot's got to happen before the combine. Um, but if they're going to go, they're going to stick with Eli or get a free agent quarterback, then I want a pass rusher. And the, the two guys you said, uh, Quentin Williams and um, mm-hmm. Clello Farrell, would be two of the guys. So, uh, you, you're, you're kind of with me on this kid from Alabama to tackle Jonah Williams, right? I, yeah, I don't feel yeah. he's a top six talent. Yeah, um, I mean, he's the best tackle this year. I know he's going to be probably the best tackle coming out and all that, but that doesn't mean that he's going to be a, you know, kid, you know, a solid NFL player, right? I mean, so, I mean, I like him, Jerry. I'm not crazy about him. I think you feel the same way about him, right? Watching him, uh, you like him, but you're not really crazy about him, right? Yep. Um, here's a really creative question. Nice job by you. Peyton Combs at I Am Pate. If you were stranded on a desert island and had to choose one Giants player, past or present, to be stranded with, who would you choose? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Carl Banks. I can talk to him all the time. He talk back. <laughs> that's easy. That's past, an easy one. Past or present? Yeah. Um. Wow, that's a tough one, huh? Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. It's my boy. Well, yeah, I guess so. Ban- it has to be Banks now. You know, maybe uh, you can't be Mark Bavaro because you wouldn't say nothing yeah, to each other. Yeah, talk back to you. <laughs> um. You know, there's been some great Giants, man. Oh wow. I, I, yeah. You know what? Because he'll keep the time going and your conversation. Yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be banks. Yeah, and, and if we're going um anyone in the organization, one A would be Wellington Mara. That'd be pretty cool. So How about Jerry Reese? Nah, not nah, nah, probably I would uh no, that wouldn't work. I'd no? have uh, okay. we'd, we'd argue way too much. Okay. So or Mark Ross. Mark Ross right. maybe. Uh Andrew at All About Blue eighty eight. Not sure if I'm getting this question in on time. Oh, you're on time, buddy. Knowing Eli, Ovi, and Jenkins' contracts are up, uh, do you see any other players that may be cut or traded this offseason that may come as a surprise or not as expected? Thanks, guys. I mean, early on you were saying Ogletree, but I don't, I don't see that now. No. As far as surprises go, I mean, like, like you said, but the, the three are Eli, Ovi, and Jenkins. Outside of that, I don't know if there's going to be any more surprises. The, Banks said it yesterday. We've said it before. The more guys you get rid of, 
you know, the more guys you have to upgrade. And we have to upgrade enough already. So I don't know if there's going to be any surprises. Yep, I agree, bud. Just those three guys right there, the big cap hits, and it wouldn't be a surprise at all if one of them or two of them get released. Um, I can't see anybody else on this roster being surprised, no. Uh, Nick, uh, buddy, I'm sorry i got to skip your question because it's about free agents and draft picks. We just answered it. Jennifer, Bur- Jennifer Burley at MamaGen03. Best or fave Giants offensive and defensive plays of the season? Oh, I got them. Yeah, that's easy. I'll go first. The interception, um, the Ogletree interception against the Bears because I didn't see it coming. I didn't see that game coming. I thought the Giants were going to get blown out, and it set the tone. And offensive play, there's has to be a Barkley play because I just he's my favorite player. Um, I'm going to go with the run against Philly just because it was against the Eagles. Yeah, we should have won the great. we should, and you can go either one. Like you can go the one at, at MetLife or in Philly. I'm going to go with the one at MetLife because for me that was. You know, I I think it's the start of they're not going to push us around for much longer. Like, we have a guy who's a ridiculous talent who can win games. And I just, I love the, not to be too corny, but I love the symbolism in that run where they're killing us. All of a sudden, Barkley goes free. No one can catch him. I'm going to go with Barkley's run against the Eagles. I think it was like 52 yeah. yards at home. Yeah, yeah. I, You know, I agree with you, Bud, and Alan, because it was great when Barkley – after that run against the Eagles on that Thursday night game, listening to the Eagle idiots behind me that were covering the team going, oh, my God, look at this kid. That's all you heard was, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. This kid's incredible. So just listen to the Eagle people, uh, media, covering covering the game. That was a great moment because they were, like, drooling up there. Of course, their team kicked the crap out of us, but they were, like, amazed by Barkley after that play. So I, I like that one the best, just to listen to them. And defensive play? Um, wow, maybe maybe the Ogletree pick where he picked the ball up off, of, I think it was Jenkins' chest. Yeah. Right? And he, and he, and he went back for a uh, pick six. Uh, I'm going to go with that one. Um, we got to – we're 34 minutes in. We got to start going faster. So I apologize to those we won't get to. Lewis Rivera, do you guys have any plans of selling Buffoon Crew shirts? Yes, Lewis, I'll, I'll direct message you, my friend. We have those. Uh, Al Nags at AK Nags or A Nags. Should the Giants trade up to get Haskins? Nah, buddy, we kind of covered this. I can't answer that question. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Sari Dovey at UK Giants Fan 1. Uh, I think he's a buffoon crew member. Um, target one of <laughs> Zadarius Smith and Trey Flowers in free agent. Which one do you want in free agency? Which one do you want, Chris? Zadarius um, Smith or Trey Flowers? I would go with, uh, Flowers is pretty good, a pretty good guy at that end. Um, but Smith does a linebacker. I would probably probably go. Uh, I'd probably go Zadarius Smith. I agree. Banksy at TMac two one zero five four. What do you think the chances are that we pursue Jadavion Clowney? Will he be too expensive? Also, is Matthew Era? I'm, I'm assuming that's Teron Matthew. An option for us? Let me check. Yes. Uh, I think they will at least look into these guys. They have a lot of money to spend. I think Clowney is going to be extremely expensive to get, but I would love to get him. And Matthew, yeah, he might be an option if he comes cheap enough because he knows Betcher's defense. Yeah, yeah. It all has to work with the numbers, man. I don't think the Giants are in a position to have, you know, to sign a guy to a huge, huge contract. So Three more questions. Mr. Glass Half Full at New York. Can't finish the rest of this. Paul, something. If Josh Allen and Haskins are off the board, 
Could you see the Giants going after one of the top corners in the draft? Greedy Williams Murphy. It's a major need, even if Jenkins stays. Chris, you take this because you had a good point about it the other day. Yeah, listen, I, I'm not putting it off the table. Yep. I'm not putting it off the table that that Gettleman goes with Greedy Williams yeah. at six. I'm sorry. I, you know, a couple of guys that he's really focused in on or zeroed in on are gone. Uh, and then that big corner, which we're going to need, is out there. It's very possible, folks. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's it's on the table in my eyes. I agree, and I'm not going to be mad if they take a corner at one because we need almost everything on defense. Dwayne Haskins' season at Giants. Can't make out the rest of it. Dwayne Haskins or Kyler Murray if we go quarterback at six? Chris, go. <laughs> well, if we go quarterback, Haskins for sure. I don't think there's. I think that's a no-doubter. I agree. He's, he's everything the Giants would want. He's a pocket passer with pocket mobility. Good kid from Jersey, grew up a Giants fan. And that's another thing, guys. I'm not going to be mad if they take Haskins either. I mean, the Giants can do a lot no. and not, not make yeah. me mad. So I'm just thinking they're going to go um, defensive. They're going to go pass rusher. But if they take Haskins, I'm not going to be mad about that. Jerry, the only way I'll be mad is if Gettleman drafts a Jerry Reese-type kid who did a hundred backflips and he came out of nowhere and he says he's got potential. Well, that's there's only, a defensive – That's Twitter, not happening yeah, with There's Gettleman. a video on Twitter about a defensive tackle who's doing backflips and that somebody yeah. said well, Reese would have signed him to a 10-year contract. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I'm pretty confident that Gettleman's not going to do something like, like that. All right. Last one. It's a long one. We'll try to answer it quickly. Uh, Fernan Jr. at FGV138. Even with the quarterback change with what is available, the roster is a mess and they may – and they may only win six games. Why not just get a quarterback that will cost next to nothing and secure top three picks in 2020? Tua from Herbert. Use cap savings to build a roster. Remember the year the Colts had before drafting luck? You know what, dude? Because I don't want to suck again. I'm, I, maybe we will stink, but I don't want to. I'm tired of losing six of seven and three and 13 and then five and 11. I want to win. I'm 44. I don't have any more years I got left. No, no more losing. Yeah, that's not the goal. You try to win, you know. Listen, if if everything goes bad next year, Jerry, and they're two and eleven or something like that with three to play, and then you say to yourself, okay, you know, let's lose these last three games, <laughs> you know. But no, not going into the season like that. No way. All right, buddy. Uh, picks for the weekend. Who do you like in the AFC? Who is going to the Super Bowl? Um, I like the Chiefs at home. So do I. And and I like the Saints at home. I agree, and I will root for Drew Brees for what he did for me last week. And he made my life better. He made coffee taste better. He made Yo, food taste lot, better. He made the you weather. Owe him, you owe him a lot, He buddy. made the weather, the cold weather, not seem as cold. He made everything better last week in my life. Everything. I, you I, say, I, I, I owe him. You sorry now, Drew. Uh, I'm sorry I picked on you all these years. And, and uh, Are you going to say that? And, uh, no, you're too stubborn. Drew? I'm sorry I picked on you all those years. <laughs> I'm sure you would be wonderful in 95 mile per hour wins. I'm sure your balls oh, would go just as man. far. Still as far. taking shots at a no, whole thing. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. I can live with it. I can live with my, uh, my, uh, you know, misguided anger. I, I, Drew, if you're listening, and you're not, but if you are, I, I think you're, I think you're a top five quarterback of all time, buddy. You're okay, man. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right, buddy. Uh, thanks as always, Chris. For those of you who want to order the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, for a digital subscription. Um, championship weekend coming up should be a great one because why is that? Well, the Eagles and Dallas are not in it. So remember, guys, Sundays are still Giant Days. Take care, everybody.
Take care.